0: An honor, joy, and privilege once again. Listen, I have a lot of fun with every guest that's on my show, but this guy here gets a gold star. One might even say he has a legacy of being a good guest on this show. <laughs> Granted, this is only a second time, but I know this will be two of many if I have my way. Legacy Maker Sports Zone, Darrell Owens, and holder of the 15th pick in the Steam the Game, Real. Mock draft. Welcome aboard, Darrell.
1: Hey, Kyle. Good to be back, brother. Uh, I'm glad to be here uh, and to be a part uh, of the student of the game. You know. Actually, just, wait just a minute. minute.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your boy Aaron Charlay Rodgers done ruined that. You're holding the 13th pick. Yes. <laughs> will mock draft now, and we can't go back retroactively. But quickly, for those that go to check it out and see Darrell at 15 instead of 13, would your pick been any different? Let me do that housekeeping really quick.
1: Uh, I do not think so. The way our the way our draft board was pulling out there, um, you know, I think the only thing that I probably would have done different now, i I may have picked the receiver. I think, I don't know if Addison or, um, I can't remember if Addison or Quentin Johnson was available at the time, but if they weren't, then no, I would have still went with Kincaid. I think, I think he's still think, the pick there.
0: I think you may have still had Addison. I'd have to double check that, but no, actually, no, you would not. That's Addison right. was
1: gone at 11, I believe. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnston might have been my. You know, I've done a little bit more research on Johnson since we've had our, our real mock draft, and you know, it, it, I would be okay with it. See, I threw that in there. I got yeah, you. like that's
0: performing. <laughs> you could tell this man shared the stage with Reese with Reese Witherspoon. Real mock draft. Um, either that or he pays attention. One of the two things among <laughs> things he pays attention to, in addition to regularly being at the Defenders games for there in D.C., we'll talk about that later. I'll get the thing out of the way. Aaron Ron Charlay Rodgers. Not to be confused with A.A. Ron Charlay Donald. He plays defense for the Rams. No. <laughs> um, I- I'll say this. We're hearing a bunch of these goofballs trying to tell me that the Jeffs are, are, are a Super Bowl contender now. Uh, but rather than be concerned about marijuana laws in East Rutherford, I want to focus a little bit more on the Wisconsin side of the equation. Um, Jordan Love. I got to say, when we're talking about Jordan starting now moving forward, I don't love it. Make me believe, make, make me buy it. Make okay.
1: me, but make me believe. Well, <laughs> I, I might have to make my own self believe. Uh, I will, <laughs> I will say that. Uh, I'm some I, I, Facebook hype. You, you're trying. I'm trying, man. Look, look, as I think as a true Packers fan, and I think I have to try to find my way to, to, to butter up Jordan Love and, and hope that he can provide us what, what we really want. And that's it. I, I've talked to a couple of my Packer friends that are saying the same thing. We we have to look at this year almost like a rebuild, but not at the same time because the North is still kind of wide open. I mean, yes. we there, it's not like there's a runaway team in the North. Uh, and if we just get solid quarterback play, we still have a pretty solid defense if they come to play like they did at the end of the season last year. And then you still have A.J. Dillon and you still have Aaron Jones. And then, you know, the two young guys who were starting to spark towards the end of the year last year at receiver. So it's like, it's still, there's still hope. And then we did see, you know, everybody wants to, you know, hype over the, you know, the Jordan Love moment when he, when they played Philadelphia and he came in and he hits, you know, uh Watson on a, on a great play and Watson just using his speed. And, and a lot of Packers fans like, Ooh, the future, like immediately he's like, is that what the future can look like? And so, now you like you you hold on to that moment and hope that that's what the future could look like. You know we're obviously he's not gonna score touchdowns on every play, but you're saying like it, it this is this is something to live off. um I think the biggest part of it will be um and then i'll I'll take Packer fans back on the journey when we saw Aaron <laughs> so when we took we saw the Packers uh back in the day when Aaron came in for Brett when he was hurt in that Dallas game. Now, obviously, Green Bay didn't win that game, just like they didn't win this game against Philadelphia. But what I saw, I remember as a fan watching, I said, "Wow!" Like I was impressed, you know, like how he was able to come in the game. He seemed confident, and it just there was a swag involved with it. It just gave yeah. me this. It gave me this feeling like, if Brett leaves, we we might be okay. Not that oh, we we Super Bowl, he gonna be the next greatest. Coach. That wasn't the case. It was more like, oh, we might be all right. Same situation here. He came in, uh, we saw him play against Kansas City, and he obviously wasn't ready then. He looked way more confident, and he looked way more relaxed, and it looked like the game had come to him a little bit more. And now I've said, okay, now a whole season, all season with him being the man, he knows he's going to start. He's already trying to build that rapport with the guys in the offseason. I say to myself, okay, we might have something here. But for the first time in a long time, probably since that Rodgers first season, I'm like, I'm, I'm coming in as a Packers fan, like, I'm excited. You know, I'm nervous. I don't know what to really feel. Most of these years, I'm like, oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. We're we'll going to be all right. This year, <laughs> this year, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm excited regardless. So we'll see.
0: I, I mean, I'm glad you touched on it that way, too, Darrell. Because, so, so let me enter with this. First of all, from my perspective, when Rodgers came in, it was somebody that wasn't Favre. F- I'm already a fan. Because if we want to have the conversation among overrated quarterbacks of all time, Brett Favre's on it. I said it. Listen, the man made the Pro Bowl, leading the league in interceptions. But y'all want to give Eli a hard time? I'm just throwing that out there. I'll
1: give you that. I'll give you that.
0: No. <laughs> I'll give you um, that. But um, and don't get me started on Philip Rivers either. Though he came to, I came to ingratiate myself with him a little bit. But let, here and over there, how, how did that guy do it with like 1,500 children at home? I, I don't know. How. <laughs> um, but but with 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 aaron charlie rodgers. I, I, I knew when I saw him over and above that it wasn't Favre, that he um, was it. He had the it. That's that swag you're talking about. And listen, you Green Bay fans got three decades worth of, you know, regardless of I feel, about how I feel about Favre being overrated, it's not to say he was a bad quarterback. Um, he's, he's that gunslinger type. But listen, I, 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 I also enjoy watching my football where I don't need – an entire tub of Aids to make it through. Okay. You know, um, and that's what Brett Favre will bring you or the jets or the Vikings uh, during his tenure. Um, So from that standpoint, it's not just, Oh, Rogers is gone again. I'm not going to be one of those who says who the last president was, but when Brett Favre (laughs) got to green Bay, I'm pretty sure
1: I was still in what? middle school? I, oof, man, I was seven when Brett Favre got in Green Bay. I, I was seven years old back then. So, oh, uh, ahead. and I think if for presidential purposes, I believe, uh, George Walker or George Herbert Walker Bush was president at the time. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, just for context purposes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Being I'm not much older than you, whatever. I can still take you to the whole Anyway,
1: <laughs> These needs are bad. So I don't, I don't deny it. I don't deny it. <laughs>
0: But, um, no, so, so I think that's a big part of it that it's hard for kind of the Packer fans to remember. I I think it was that space where the Colts were, for example, mm-hmm. you know, just recently granted it wasn't 30 years, but you went from Peyton Williams Manning to Andrew Luck, you know, to Ben, whatever happened after that. Right. And, and, and at <laughs> one point Philip, old man rivers, listen, darn near beat the bills in a playoff game Everyone he continues to forget about that right um so i think that's where you're at now the thing about jordan that i don't love is that experience is gone those games you're used to winning um that were close and aaron would pull a 500 ball out of his keister to fall into the hands of somebody be it robert cobb or you know, another tight end named Rogers, whose first name nobody really remembers because, you know, he's a tight end that nobody else would know about if his last name wasn't Rodgers.
1: Roll- you're talking about Richard Rogers?
0: I am, yes. Thank you. Well done.
1: Yeah, I, um, got
0: you. I got you. you know, <laughs> I, was, I was putting it on the plate for the Packer fan to deliver. So you saw that. I thought um, you could
1: say Omari, but I'm, I don't want to get into the omari uh, Rogers uh, situation. So, Ooh,
0: look at I mean, this—he digging it, <laughs> um, you know. But to your point, listen—you, you, you, hope they get a receiver, which we were talking about beforehand. The last great, great one you had for any period of time was Jamichael Finley, right? Um, and then, you know, it, it's weird—we're in that place where the Packer defense is relatively shored up, and 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 we haven't really said that in a long time. I would yeah. say since Super Bowl rogers uh you know,
1: yeah okay? i would agree with that um so i would agree with that 100 i i think the only thing glaring i guess you can say on the packers defense right now uh they have not re-signed adrian amos uh mm-hmm. so that you another safety if they draft a the safety with that pick do not be surprised this Packer fan won't be surprised because I know better than to go in there thinking, oh, we're going to go get a playmaker with, with a first pick. No, 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 no. No, Green <laughs> Bay, Green Bay, the last, what, 10 years, they go defense first and then they go offense <laughs> in the second or the third. So if they go complete opposite here, i will be shocked. Last year they had two first-round picks and they went with two defensive guys. A couple years ago they had two first-round picks and they went with two defensive guys. Mm-hmm. They were trying to build that thing up. They went with Alexander and they went with Savage. Last year they went with Wyatt. And they went with um oh, what's my man's name? Um, the one that cried when he ran off the field. Walker, Quay Walker. So the last two times, you know, they drafted defense when they had to. Now we won't have two picks until next year, as long as they're 65. But they tend to go defense. So don't be surprised if O'Brien branches the pick and 13. Don't be just you can't be surprised if that happens.
0: Certainly. And 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 I'll say this though I will cite the what I call the Wilson parable. And that is when Russell Carrington Wilson gets drafted, Pete Carroll gets everything that Russell Carrington Wilson was asking for offensive line, et cetera. Right. The instant that Aaron Charles Rogers gets drafted, I am sure that that receiver is going to get drafted because of the Wilson parable. I'm just throwing it out.
1: There. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Look, if they go receiver here, I mean, this is what Packers fans have been begging for years. But you know what everybody's gonna say? They're like, why couldn't you do this when Aaron was there? And then and thats gonna be the big thing. But the
0: fans, Darrell, he's gonna go on damn a uh, uh, a Pat McAfee show and ask that same ish.
1: Yeah, yes, is. <laughs> and, and, and and it's gonna be a really good question. I mean, like we all know it should have happened. You know how many great receivers Green Bay passed up—the Justin Jeffersons of the world—and uh, that that they they could have drafted it, you know. But they said, no, nah, we solid. No, nah, we good.
0: Well and that being said, that being said, like there's there's a parable. There's a there's a not a parable, there's a a what's this word? A correlation mm-hmm. to be drawn. We'll use the five cent word. There's a correlation to be drawn between them and the earlier era Patriots where they were dominating a sorry division in the AFC East at the time, right? We're yeah. talking about, you know, it was Tom Brady and maybe the next uh best quarterback in the division might have been Tyrod Taylor at a particular time, you know, for example, right. to Tyrod, but he should not be the second best quarterback in your division who started right, you know, that's 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 indication of a bit of a how you say anemia, but enough about the NFC South this year <laughs> um, what I what, what I will say is them staying with love says more to me about their confidence within the division than anything else. I believe they're doing this with, you know, solidifying what's around them in mind, Mm -hmm. running the ball more rendered them success when they would do it. And they're more able to do it when you don't have a Aaron Charlie Rodgers in the room. That being said, let me ask you, if you don't have the threat of throwing the football, can AJ Dillon carry the load just the same?
1: I think, I think, well, I mean, I was not alone. I mean, him and a, a, A.A. Jones, A.A. <laughs> Rod Jones, <laughs> I think I think them together can you know, they've shown that when they're clicking, um, they're they're amazing. I mean, last year, Jones had his first thousand yard year. Um, He had his best year rushing and you wouldn't have heard it. You didn't hear anything about it because mm-hmm. of how the team was playing overall. But he had his best year rushing. And then Dylan actually took a baby step back last year, Uh, the year before he was really quick, But it wasn't bad. And mm-hmm. I think D- Dylan is going into a contract year. Right. Um, So you're going to you know, the Packers, he's going to want to to be there long term. And I know the Packers more likely will probably try to lock him in knowing that, you know, they've got Jordan Love as their start and they got to have somebody dependable. I think they're going to run the ball a lot this year uh, because they don't want to put Jordan in bad spots. This uh, this this team will look a lot like the Jimmy G 49ers teams. They're gonna look a lot like that. And I, I you I've been expecting that for years, especially with LaFleur coming over uh and him having that type of style. Uh I, I knew that they were patterning their style behind the 49ers from the last few years, and that's kind of where it's gonna go. So they're gonna run the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they probably even more than they did last year with Aaron, uh, with all, all the complaining and the whining that we I love you, Aaron, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. But you know, it was a lot going on last year.
0: So I mean, listen. What I'm hearing you say, if you can't beat them in the postseason, join them, or lose, right. and avoid playing them all together.
1: Yeah, just lose, just lose to them, and, and whenever look, if you San Francisco's on the plate, just lose to them. I mean, that's <laughs> that's been that's been the recipe. Unfortunately, we we haven't had success against San Francisco in the playoffs since the '90s. Um, and it feels like oh so long ago it feels like oh so long ago now but
0: that no. would have been Brett yeah. Favre in those days yeah. yes yep. yes Ter-
1: Terrell Owens ruined everything once he once that game happened that was it from that point on San Francisco's had the um advantage so
0: there you go no yeah. hey man, I, I, and I get it and, and here's the thing we're we're gonna wax poetic like this but at the end of the day I mean look at that division quarterback wise right it's Jordan Love mm-hmm. it's Kirk Coopins, sorry, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Coopins. <laughs> um, Kirk Coopins. There's um there's Jared Goff. Thank you, Jared Goff and Justin Fields. Right. Like, who was the best of those four? I can make a case for Justin Fields.
1: Yeah. You know? I, can, I
0: can even though I typically scoff at Goff, I can make the case. He's the best quarterback in the division,
1: right? Yeah, you could. You could. I mean, looking at that division, it's not cute. Uh, you know, obviously Love, this is technically Love's rookie year. So mm-hmm. this is love rookie year with a couple of years of study. And this is rookie year. You got Justin Fields that if the Bears actually protect him yeah, and he doesn't have the threat. I mean, when he was in college, he threw the ball all the time. But in the NFL, he's had to run. And so yeah. if he actually can sit in the pocket and throw the football, who knows what we get out of Justin Fields? We know he can run. and God knows we know he can run. But, uh, and then golf actually played well last year. He didn't make the stupid mistakes he did his first year in uh, Detroit. He was fumbling the ball at the worst. I mean, just at the most <clears throat> miserable time for Detroit, you know, even in that game, they played green Bay that first year. They should have won that game. He fumbled the ball like three times in that game. and I'm like, man, it's just bad timing. Uh, and then there's Kirk Cousins, like, they went 13-4 and four last year. They're the most non-threatening 13-4 and four team <laughs> I've ever seen, Oh, 13-plus win team that you've ever seen. And like, oh, they're just the Vikings. They're not going to do anything with it. And then they what? lose to the Giants in the first round. So it's yeah. like
0: I, – I, But see, what? it's not just that they lost to the Giants, Darrell. It was – it might have been – and I don't know the history on this, but I was more confident picking that game as a, quote, upset right. than a lot of the others in the bracket, you know. Yeah.
1: I, I, I went that route too. I picked the Giants to win that game because what two or three weeks before they gave they gave them the Giants gave them everything they could handle at home. Same position situation, and they only lost. I think they lost by three. It was like 27-24. It was and a close Minnesota. Game. Yeah, Minnesota had to pull every rabbit out their head just to win that thing. So yeah, when you look at it, I'm like, nah. I I, I felt I felt the same way you felt, Cal. I'm like, nah. There, there's no way they're not they're not getting past this round. So.
0: I mean, there's a reason Justin Jefferson was a candidate for Student of the Game MVP.
1: Right. Um, So I say all
0: that to say we mentioned these quarterbacks, Darrell. um, Is there a chance? What percent chance do you give Jordan, who I've said I don't love? um, I'm going to use that pun all year. And it's it's
1: it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Um, But what is the percent chance that he emerges as the best quarterback in the uh, division in 23?
1: Well, and I'm not just trying to waffle on this, but it really is fifty-fifty. It really is fifty-fifty because that's how open that division is. Like personally, if I had to take a guess, I'm gonna say golf's gonna be the best quarterback in the division next year. Uh and then um, you know, with all the work that Chicago's done, I would go and say Justin Fields. He's he's got a chance to be third, definitely second. Um, but and then I'm I just I don't Kirk Cousins. I don't know, man. It's Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. But if I had to rank it, I'll I'll say I'm gonna say Golf Fields, and just because I hate Minnesota, I'm gonna say Love, Then I'll say Kirk. That's that's just that's just how I feel. That that's me being biased on that one. Uh, but I'll go that way for now. I don't want to give Love too much expectation going into this. You know, Are you I,
0: telling me there's a
1: chance. Yeah, I, there's a chance. But he he, from what I saw, I mean, just the vibe. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's going to have some, you know, some some learning. He's, they're going to lose some games they probably shouldn't lose next year. You're like, God, Jordan, like, what was that? But I think that's part of him learning. Now, next year, depending on how this year, the this year goes, I may have a whole different tone. Uh, but for now, I'm going to say eh, we'll see. We'll, we'll I see. think
0: I think what makes love secure in that the, the Packers will at least compete for the playoffs is a the division and b the NFC. Is certainly the weaker conference, and it's, yeah, not. it's
1: not close. Oh, it's not close oh It's not close at all, cal Like somebody, I think one of our guys we may know, AB, I think AB Stanley posted uh, the other I'm day. Stanley, yes, uh, sir. Yeah, AB St- posted the other day. He's like, Man, is Geno Smith really the third best quarterback in the uh, conference? And he's I'm like, not, But it does, <laughs> prove <the point>. no. <laughs> but I'm just like, I had to think about it myself. I was like, Well, who else is in the conference?
0: I, I mean, well, listen, when, when you're having the realistic conversation that Gino might be top five, that says everything I top three, listen, and, and you saw me in the comments in there on Facebook and shouts to Ab Stanley, at the three point conversion. Yeah. You know, I I, 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 I'm not at Gino at three let's, let's, let's take a breath. Okay. Um, but you know, it's certainly Jalen, it's certainly, yeah. um, uh, you know, who you would have second or third might be a question, but I'm not prepared. To put Gino ahead of Dak Prescott. I'm not prepared to put him ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, to put me put him ahead of when healthy, uh, Matt Stafford. But if you don't want to count him because you think he's an injury risk, that's cool. I'm not prepared to put him ahead. See, and I even came in with guys who didn't think oh yeah, I'm not prepared to put him ahead of healthy Kyler Murray. Right. I'm not prepared to put him ahead of or above, I should say three. I can't do that yet.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think he's there yet. But I mean it he has a chance to be there the way that the way it's stacking up. I mean, you're not gonna get Kyler um till what late in the year. Uh, we don't know what um we truly don't know what we're gonna get from Stafford. Like we don't know how bad the injuries have really, you know, uh put him in. We don't know exactly who's gonna be starting <laughs> for San Francisco just yet. Uh, but I feel really confident in in Kyle Shanahan. i I've, I've said this you know, on other places and other shows, he's the best, he's the best coach in the league. And and that's oh, wow. like coach, not who's got the better rings, all that, all that. Stuff. No, he's just the best coach in the league. I mean, even for, more than
0: you, Andy Reed. Fans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. and, I, and I, I say that because yes, Andy Reed has all the tootlet, but Andy Reed had everything at his disposal. You got, you got the best quarterback in the game at your disposal. He he's, he's a great mind when it comes to that. But what I, what I'm looking at is, you look at what San Francisco's had to deal with quarterback-wise since he's been there, right? And he had what maybe like the first year or two he was there it was rough. He even in that stretch, uh, I think it was my first year we were covering the Commanders at the time. They weren't the Commanders. Do you know the other team? They yeah, were the Red Tails. tails. Yeah, yeah, the Red the Red Tails. Yeah. So when they were that team, they had they were they went on a stretch where they lost five games by like seven points or less. It was like, it never happened in NFL history, but they were in the games.
0: And there was a bunch of injuries at that point. And a
1: bunch of injuries at that point. And you look at what he's done. Nick Mullins. And, and Nick, yeah. Nick Mullins at quarterback. <laughs> you had Jimmy G. You you bring in Purdy. Even Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance, you know, wasn't terrible when he was in the game. he just, he just hasn't played a lot. And he just you know, didn't play that many games, it, we it know right, right? We we don't know what we're gonna get out of him. They brought, you know, Sam Donald going there might be the best thing that could have happened to Sam Donald. I mean, like Sam Donald did not play. If you look at the last two years, he didn't play miserable. He got hurt one time, and I think that derailed him from maybe having a really good season. And then last year he played decent late, but it wasn't it was too little, too late, you know. So it's like this could be what he needs to propel himself. But San Francisco, like, for him to be able to still win those games, and, yes, defense counts, And but him to still win those games with having that rotation at quarterback, how many other coaches can say that? Not a lot. So, for me, he's the best coach in the NFL overall. I mean, for him to be able to go through all that and still make it happen, and for me, that's that's who I got. I'm not trying to boost, like, just because I, I know you, you're you a Niners fan, but I'm, I'm – oh, well,
0: Listen, bro, I don't live in your district. You can't yeah. have my vote.
1: But... <laughs> I'm dead serious about it. Like, it's – he to me is the best is the best uh coach in NFL.
0: As a quick as a quick aside, the only retort I would have is what you say of, of Andy Reid having the weapons and all of it um on offense. I mm-hmm. would argue that Shanahan has that on defense. Um, and and that being said, I will be very curious to see what the Niners do without one D'Amico Ryan's. But yeah, by the way, you said something about uh uh, uh, uh Sam Darnold's career getting derailed. Um, I would wonder if you're a big if you were if you like I, I mean, you're a big guy like me if you if you played mm-hmm. like at a line position or as a linebacker and you hit a running back really hard would they be derailed?
1: <laughs> That's I'm just funny. asking. I mean, it's a it's a possibility. I, I'm pretty sure that, that they would be derailed. And uh, like you, you
0: heard me, building your you're like, that, with that was season. great.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, now that
0: I've a derailed a the conversation, <laughs> let's go ahead and move over to the XFL real quick, where your DC defenders. Oh, hell the beer snake. You know, I feel like there should be some sort of like nonviolent version
1: See, of like snake. the
0: temple of doom <laughs> where there's like some sort of a kalima and you're paying homage to the beer snake. Like Man, you know, maybe you'll sprinkle it in lemon juice or something. I don't know. Nah, but anyways, <laughs> listen, I, I, I will ask. I know who my XFL MVP choice would be, um, but I'm pretty sure you got Jordan Tiamu if I'm, unless I'm mistaken. <sighs>
1: I don't know, man. I mean, they, they've been great. They've been great. Um, I know Smith at one point was leading the league in Russian. I'm, I'm not a hundred. Yeah. I don't know if Abram was still leading the league in Russian. That game he had against the Battle Hawks was crazy. Um, I mean, but to be honest with you though, um, stats wise, I don't think it's there. Yes. He's led his team and Ben DiNucci. There it is. He said ben it. Ben DiNucci might be the MVP of the league. And he may, I don't know if he gets the votes, but if they win this game, uh, this weekend, um, there's a strong chance I think he wins it. I mean, because he's played really well. It, the first game, the first two games were a little shaky, uh, and but if you watch them since then, him and Josh Gordon and the crew, they just and uh, I can't think of the other receiver's name, uh, oh, Pearson, man. Pearson, Pearson, yeah, that's right, number three, Pearson, Pearson uh made some great plays when i when i got to see him in that first game and i'm saying man like but DiNucci's playing well to me i would say the the mvp um uh, but if they decide decide to give it to a defender um i would probably say yeah you go you maybe you go that way with tanamu uh and i would say maybe smith it's going to be one of those two
0: i think uh, yeah i think he and abram smith would split votes and that's yeah. problematic think think uh I think ironically, another team in your area, RG three and Alfred Morris Jr. splitting MVP boats that one mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, long before the days where they became the Red Tails. Sorry.
1: <laughs> the Red I Wolves can't you
0: mean messing that up. Why is that a problem the, for me? The, the uh, Red Wolves, you mean? No, <laughs> you need to you know, I'm gonna sing that Red Wolves title. No, get that out of here. No, 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 today.
1: <laughs> Look man, hey, look eighty five percent of the fan base wanted it, man. Look, all, all I can say about that, I will say this: they they put a video out. They, <laughs> this, this is the, this is the part that bothered me as a as a as a as a media person. Hmm. They put a video out explaining to you why they're not going to listen to the fans, and eighty five percent of the fan base, all the information that they got, said they wanted the Red Wolves. Eighty-five percent of the fan base that they got, and I'm pretty sure everybody was sending stuff in because they was like, well, if "We're going to change it. We want to change eighty-five percent." And in the video, they was like, "Well, we couldn't do it because of this, this, and that." They could have done it, and I think that they decided not to do it one because, like, they wanted to stick with the military thing. I think they wanted, like, you can't, you can't harm anybody if you're going military. And I think that's what I think that's where it went down to. And red tails would have made sense, but I also think they would have been like, "Oh, they're trying to." Trying to have to get political, but they, they're trying to push toward the black people side, you know, the African-American. And I think that's why it didn't happen. I'm, I'll be honest with you. That's why I think that's why you didn't get your red tails, brother. Like I, no, I, I know
0: that's why. <laughs> and, and matter of fact, you would not be the first to hint as much. But Karita Parks has said the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe our good friend Candy Waller said the same. I mean, Karita Parks is our good friend, too. Why am I not saying that about that's her? She's our good friend, too.
1: Absolutely. Yes. See Parks PR, baby. Make sure y'all check out Parks PR, baby. Let's go. Double <laughs> take
0: sports, baby. That's right. You know, double take sports, seawall entertainment, do the thing. building.
1: Uh, TV, we in there. <laughs> I don't
0: know that Kelsey Nicole Nelson cited the politics or avoiding it as part of it, too. We didn't get as deep into it as I did with mm-hmm. them. But here's my whole thing. It's the political thing that makes it perfect, Durrell. You, right. You're trying to tell me, well, I shouldn't say trying to, but I'm being told if I'm Dan Snyder that this is well we'll just say racially insensitive I won't pull out the b word as to avoid uh, you know any of yeah. that but um you know the b word I want to be associated with is is barbecue as and I'm still invited to it that's what I'm saying
1: you, you anyway. in there now. you in there the cookout the cookout is all you brother <laughs> i make a
0: wicked cheesecake man listen I, that alone's going to kick me in the game I digress Fact. um but it's already a, 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 a said to be a racially insensitive uh, logo, mascot, what, what have you. And you have turned it entirely on its head while keeping it military. Listen, I don't <laughs> write poems like I used to because I'm married, but I will say that's, that's, right, that's who I wrote poems to mostly. Deal with it, folks. <laughs> but
1: <know> <laughs> We've um, all been there. <laughs>
0: Whatever it takes. But um, that, that that perfection's in there, and I will continue to misremember the the new name as the Red Tails instead of the Commanders in the same fashion that Roger Clemens misremembered his steroid use. At Shh. any rate...
1: What, too soon? <laughs> no, no, that's right on time, right on time.
0: Actually, well, maybe it is too soon. The brighters for the uh, MLB Hall of Fame still won't let those guys in, am I right? Anyways... Yeah. Um, I'm transitioning all over the place. Um, so but the DC defenders um will be hosting the infamous Ben DiNucci. I say infamous because we just named him MVP uh yes. specifically. What are you hyping up this weekend? What are you looking for in that in that semi matchup?
1: Man, look, the energy is gonna be crazy. I mean, yeah. every every game I've been to, the energy is top notch. I fully expect this to be crazy because it's a playoff game. Um they they opened up the gates last week. They let more people in. They they opened up more seats, uh, trying to get more people in. Or I guess you know by demand they went and did that. But you know the energy of the crowd alone is just so much fun. There's so many things that go with it. There's a threat of lemons as a photographer in the field. I never know if a lemon is going to smack the big old nog in the mass. I'm always on, I'm, my head's always on a swivel out there in the field. Uh, the beer snake, which is the funniest thing out there. Uh, I've watched people. Because they only allow the beer snake in one section. I've watched people travel across the stadium with cups, <laughs> like like this, and people are like like move. They're going to feed the snake. Like in, they're walking like this, and and like, and they're going to go feed the and like they have the feed the beer snake shirts, and they're going over there, and that snake you can see it first quarter is like the guy he's out there every game in the same spot. Like he gets there early. And he's the the, the the leader. He'll have the cup right there. And he holds on to this thing the entire game. No bathroom breaks. He's just in there. And just watching people feed the snake. The, like I said, just the energy in the crowd. The, the F. Dan Snyder chants. Every time, every time the defenders score, you hear F. Dan Snyder. Even after the news that they were selling the team or he officially, F. Dan Snyder. F every single time when they score, I know it's coming. It'd be like a touchdown. Cue it. Dan <laughs> and so it happens every single. And I I think even after he has sold the team and is out of the way, it won't make a difference because every touchdown will be F Dan Snyder. Uh-huh. So the energy energy <laughs> alone will be great. And it's going to be tough for, defend, for the defenders because you got to go in there and try to defeat a team three times in a season. Mm-hmm. And then obviously in other sports that is really tough. Uh, and it's gonna be tougher. And this is the third time that you face this team. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be really tough. So um, I don't know. I mean, this weekend I still think the defenders pull it off. It might be it's gonna be another nail biter because that's just how they play. that's how they play football. It's gonna be a nail biter. And I don't I can't see um, you know, the sea dragons, you know, they've got a lot um they're playing for right now with uh chris smith passing away right um i got i got and I, it's just the energy is going to be it's probably going to be I, I think it's definitely going to be the best playoff game of the week it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be right. crazy
0: well well and for our money too i mean that's the downside of their current setup but what more can you do with eight teams right um, i am not remotely interested in houston hosting the Um, the renegades Um, and say what you will about Luis Perez going from being on the second worst team in the league in the Vegas Vipers to now being in the damn playoffs. God bless us, (laughs) XFL. Right. Right. Um, You know, you got a guy involved with tampering charges at one point comes in first start ends up beating the uh, only undefeated team in the league.
1: (laughs) The temperature charges, bump that we got him. We in there. Yeah.
0: We- I, I, I see all that. That was their only win. So, you know, that's the downside of covering Orlando, I guess. But um no, but the, uh, I I think I think that that game I'll put it to you this way: I'm certain we're seeing the XFL championship this past weekend, provided Denucci and Tiamo remain healthy, right? Um, perhaps even A- A- Abram Smith's uh, health status is a factor, though I would argue the other, some of the other runners on the defenders roster are pretty bleeding good anyway. Yeah. If, if the defenders have fewer than three turnovers total in the next two weeks, meaning this weekend and then the championship game, or I should say three weeks, I think there's a week in between. Anyways, the next two games, the defenders have fewer than three turnovers, they are XFL champions. True or false?
1: True. Bam. I mean, and, and look, the the defenders, uh, for whatever reason, have a tradition. They cannot be at home and not get a pick six. So it has been every game except for one, and that was Vegas. I think the second week they second game at home they played Vegas. They didn't get the pick six, but every other game they've had a pick six. Swanger had one, Ramirez had one, and then Joseph had the first two, uh, and in the exact same spot. It was the craziest thing. I'm like, what? How's that happening? Like, well, it and kicked big, Ramirez,
0: so. Ramirez, what was it? It was against the Roughnecks, I that think. it was against the Roughnecks, And then two plays later gets a damn sack.
1: Yeah. yeah then comes in
0: against Orlando, does some things. You know, yeah. granted, they didn't win that game. I keep mentioning that. I'm sorry. But um, they, he was still <laughs> made a play. Uh, uh, he still made a play. I even called him out in my pregame show with uh, my good friend Jeff Bards and uh, their action, at team in BS Media. So, you know. Boom, Santos Ramirez. Write that down. I like Yeah, that. man.
1: Look, they 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 are defensively, they're obviously in my opinion. I mean, they've had some games where they've given up some, but they, when it comes to turnovers, they're they're just tough. They're gonna they're gonna make they're gonna make a play. Uh, that's that's the vibe that I've seen in pretty much every they're gonna make a play somehow, some way at some point. Except against the Guardians, of course. I mean, but you know, uh, yeah. but they but they're gonna make a play at some point. Uh, and so the defense has been fun to watch and even with dj swearinger coming back and he's beloved in dc he is beloved in dc the fact that the the at the time red place people uh yes. <laughs> the, the the redskins i'll say it, whatever so <laughs> like at the time redskins now commanders
0: I see, i'm surprised like, you didn't top your dude your dude drew willingham and spelling it out
1: you know, no, 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 need, no need to do the spelling out. But it's just one of those things where it's just like he was loved there. And then, you know, him in a disagreement with uh, Gruden sends him out of town. And I remember to this day thinking like, how are they going to get rid of this guy? He's the best defensive player on the team right now. That's, now you got to remember before Chase and before all them, right. he was their guy. Chase and, Young, of course. Exactly. Before, yeah, Chase, yeah, before Chase Young and, and and Montez Sweat and all those guys were there, he was their dude. So the fans in D.C. absolutely love him. And so it's good to see him back. Uh, and also, uh, I think Montez uh, Nichols is also on the team, and he's a former on-commander. Um, so it's just – it. look, I love watching their defense play. It's going to be a great game this weekend. It's going to be a great game.
0: By the way, Coach Barlow,
1: absolutely amazing. Yes. You no.
0: Know, this is a dude that needs some. Uh, that some needs a bit more NFL time in my mind, but that's a whole other question.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, look, former Virginia State uh, head coach. You know, uh, we we used to cover him here at Virginia State. Virginia State is like 20 minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so seeing him since that you know time to now, uh, but I knew you know his style of play is he's running it exactly where he ran it when at Virginia State. They were a running team um, that you know passed the ball when necessary uh and that you know that's the way they um that's the way he's always kind of done it they're a grind they're they're a grinding team and that's what we get from him so a
0: grinding t- style coach who runs a lot on offense in the general tri-state kind of area of a team whose head coach is is um is a I don't believe I'm blanking on the name what puts it? What's no, God like
1: like, it, went, it went away. It was like boom. boom.
0: But yeah, no, the um the harbaugh. There we go. That's coached by a Harbaugh.
1: Right. Fascinating. Hmm. Anyway. Intriguing. <laughs> Intriguing. Uh,
0: listen, I'm I'm I mean, it was such a good idea and way too logical. I forgot what the Harbaugh's name was. I was thoroughly embarrassed for a moment there. I digress. It happens. Yeah. So, anyways, let's derail one more time uh the NBA. In the words of The Rock, I'm pretty sure that Narell is saying, go Heat, bitch. Like, what's going <laughs> on there with my playoff series, man? What's Look, it, 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 it was supposed to be over.
1: Yes, it was supposed to be over. And I'll be honest with you, I went into this series with no expectations whatsoever. I even told somebody, I said, I hope we lose because I feel like we need change. And, and I, you know, there's there's some players that I'm not too fond of that are on the team that I – I think that you know, in order for us to really take the next step, this is how I felt going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh that you know that we needed to either, you know, make some moves with them and, and try to move on and 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 take this team to another place. Well, um they're, 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 they're proving me wrong. And you know what? I'm gonna sit back and cheer because they still my squad, you know, been a Heat fan since 1994. So yep. by, by all means, let's 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 do it. So, but I'm, I'm proud of, him. I mean, that 56 point performance by Jimmy Butler is playoff. Jimmy is different. Like he just comes and shows up um, really with Tyler hero was he's still here. Sure. Hate, that, hate that he got hurt. Um, but if they, you know, if they keep playing like this, man, they're, they're going to be a real problem. And they, a lot of people came into the season thinking that the heat would be in the top four anyway, like they would be a, you know, maybe the three of the four seed and, you know, unluckily for the Bucks. Because if anybody has the Bucs number, it's the Heat. You know, yeah, the, the Bucs did beat the Heat to win their championship a couple of years ago uh, in the first round. But the Heat also beat the Bucs when the Heat were the eighth seed back in the uh, bubble. So if we, if we go back and look at all that, like they have a really, the last couple of years, their playoff rivalry has been pretty intense. But Miami's had the upper hand. And now they've got a chance to, to you know, if they can knock this out the way, you're looking at either the Knicks or the um the Cavaliers in the next round, and if you ask me, that's still those are winnable. That's a winnable series. Then you may have to deal with the Celtics or you know uh, or Philadelphia. So get to that time when it comes. But you get this one, there's a strong chance Miami can go back to the finals. But like it's too early. I'm not going to sit here and you know I know <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
0: I'll give I'll give I'll give your heat this much credit. I I have said many times that if Chris Middleton does not contribute well, um, the Bucs will do bad in the playoffs. If Chris Middleton does his job, then the Bucks will win. Um, but I did not account for Giannis, uh, playing what was it, eleven minutes in Game One. So that was yeah. a
1: thing. Yeah. You know. Uh.
0: But but listen, here's what I'll say: if your opinion of of the series being all but over. Let's just say it's appropriate the guy preventing that is named Butler because apparently he served you. Uh anyways, so uh,
1: like <laughs> I'm on fire, Darrell. He's fire, fire, um, fire.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm talking about on fire and, and it's the heat the team we're talking about. See, sometimes I I I done play myself with the puns. It just it just works. I, it just works. No, Call talent, Darrell. Anyways. It's a little bit uh, <laughs> it's like here's the difference i say that and get real cocky most people just start laughing to to subdue me you kind of accepted this fact the man's got a
1: point look the man knows his stuff i mean i'm not uh, look (laughs) when you Um, you got it you got it you know it is what it is
0: so i'll I'll say this um the the one thing i will say about the butler who i who i comically mentioned serving you um he can't keep this up for this many games like something's gotta go
1: (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) uh, Yeah,
0: Save him,
1: right? Yeah, we saw what happened last. I mean, like, he, to be honest, but he ran out of gas in the finals in um in, uh, 2000. I mean, sure. tw- 2000, 2020. Right. I mean, it got to the point where it was just like, who else is going to help? And that's my whole point of why I was kind of hoping that we just bowed out grace- gracefully, uh, and hopefully we can, you know, figure out things from there. Because as much as I like Bama, Bam Adebayo out, out during the season, is during the postseason where he has not shown up at all um in and, and, and recent years. And so... Uh I mean,
0: he's, a, he's the latest game isn't terrible,
1: but yeah, but it's just it's just like for a guy who's getting paid what he's getting paid, and he's the number two guy, you got to take some of that burden off of Butler, man. Like just a little bit. And and to be honest with you, the person that normally takes that pressure off of him is Tyler Hero. Right. And Tyler Hero is not here and won't be here for the rest of the playoffs. So that that does concern me. And then the other guy just and you never know what you're going to get from him is Kyle Lowry. I never wanted him there. I I never wanted him in Miami because he'll drop 36 and then score four the next game. (laughs) And if you don't believe me, you go back and look. I just – I've never been a big fan of Kyle Lowry. Defensively, he's amazing. But when you – you know, you can't be – I don't know. I just It's just something about him, man. I I just – I've never been a huge fan of Kyle Lowry. I don't hate him as a person, but just his game bothers me he's better than me so it is what it is but i mean yeah, I but the,
0: the ghost of kevin love I, I mean him stepping in and kind of for lack of a better word accounting for tyler hero at least you know kind of you know in that he's he's the fifth player on the floor now you know putting up points and and, and i guess playing significant minutes like he's got 22 in the past game yeah i I'm still trying to figure out what to make the only thing more mind boggling than Kevin Love playing meaningful basketball for the for the uh, Miami Heat under the single most underrated coach of all time. in Eric. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: yes, Most definitely.
0: I mean, you know, the only reason I'll say no, I'm going to say most uh, underrated because Larry Miller, like they would or Larry Brown rather would they would do battle for it. Yeah. But I think I would give it to Spolstra, you know. That's tough. What,
1: what yeah, that La- Larry Brown is truly underrated as a coach. I mean, like, even after he won his championship, I just felt like people still just – I just felt like there was a level of disrespect for Larry Brown. Larry Brown is – is, pro- I don't know. I think I probably would give it to Larry Brown. I think Larry Brown is probably the most underrated coach of all time. I, 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 would, would, I would take definitely Larry Brown
0: down. before I take Phil Jackson. I
1: said it. I, I Look, I, I can see why you say that. Now, obviously, Phil is a great – coach when it comes to dealing with tons of talent and tons of egos and tons oh, of he yeah. we that that's been proven with the nine championships right, right. but guys like larry brown have been able to take a, a group of guys that you probably wouldn't think could win a championship the pistons right. and, and 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 you know make deep playoff runs paces yeah. you know even though they had reggie they still made you know nice runs mm-hmm. he he's always been able to do that uh Spostra, what i love about him is the le- ever since LeBron left, he is the best developmental, developmental, of, developmental, of, you know, yeah, developmental coach in the NBA. I mean, you how many of his guys have? If you look at him, it's like man, these guys really produce, but there are no names in a lot of people's eyes. You know, Max oh, yeah, you the, Ma- the Max yeah, the Max the Max or you J. know, he, yeah, I mean, you can just look and he's like he pulled something out of those guys. And they play extremely well. I mean, the the Duncan Roberson, Duncan Robinson, got a nine, $90 million dollar contract. He doesn't even play, but he comes in the playoffs, and now all of a sudden he's playing like crazy, and he's and he's he's clicking like ain't nothing happened. What was my guy from a couple of years ago? Uh big Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, Hassan oh, Whiteside, yeah, uh, Hassan Whiteside got big boy money because he had got him developing. All of a sudden, there was a couple of years where he could have been defensive player of the year, and he didn't get it. And he complained about it. Now he's not in the league anymore. Ever since he left Miami, but that's you know or whatever. But that's my I whole. Guess, my
0: I guess how the white side didn't have a bright side. By the way, uh, <laughs> in the spirit of 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 you know keeping Larry Brown in the conversation, you talk about Phil Jackson managing personalities and egos. And listen, uh, Rodman is a great defense, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I mean, and and it's fair that that that. Larry uh, Larry Brown always dealt with guys that were you know even keeled and and just you know not wild at all you know I mean just complete saints like Rasheed Wallace who always <laughs> were well behaved just were just never tough guys. to manage you guys know, Man of the Year award winners you know and 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 I, I guess I guess when it comes to guys who might be slightly prima donna um, there's no one that would be the answer for Larry Brown.
1: Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing, you know, like he's even, but and that's a good example of a team that, you know, you go back and look at that team. If you take Allen Iverson off that team, you know, who knows, but he got the best out of guys like Aaron McKee and Eric Snow. Eric Snow yeah. and Matt Geiger. Matt Geiger. Come on, and, bro. And, and let's not forget, you know, older Dikembe Matumbo. Sure. Uh, but but, but Matumbo was still serviceable then. And so you
0: they had people like me trying to get a prom date in my youth. I get yeah. it.
1: <laughs> no cookie for you. I mean, that's just, that's, that's Matumbo, you know? So like, not today. <laughs> and so, I mean, but that team is another example of like he, that is a classic Larry Brown coach team. Um, and you know, he's, he's, he's a great coach, man. Like it made him one superstar and a whole bunch of really good solid role players that, you know, he brings the best out of, you know, Uh he's just been there even in Indiana. Same thing. Reggie, and then he had Dale Davis and and, and all the other Davises and you know some more Davises and you know just like (laughs) (laughs) Mark Jackson Jackson and then ever so but I I love Larry Brown man. I I don't have anything bad to say about Larry Brown.
0: The heat finish it out, right?
1: Like when this when the um when the finals, oh yeah. Yes, I, I, I I think they will. Um you know it's you know Giannis. I think Giannis' injury may be a little bit more than what they're leading on. I think he wants to be out there and do the best he can under the circumstances. Uh, but I, I don't know. Last the way that game ended last night, it just seemed like something got taken out of the Bucks. Like it's just like it's like it was like a gut punch. I mean the energy in that crowd was amazing. Uh, do I see this game going to still going to Game Six and coming back to Miami? There's a strong chance. I don't think the Bucks will go down that easy uh, at home. Uh, but I think the, I think Miami can pull it off in six for sure. Um, if, uh, they don't want to make the risk of going back to Milwaukee for Game Seven. You don't you don't need to get Giannis healthier as the days go along. So I think I would say six. Um, that would be my opinion. So
0: be it. Darrell Owens, in honor, Jon privilege. Not only is he himself a legacy maker, but he runs Legacy Maker Sports, and that legacy will be on fire come Wednesday. That would be draft Eve. It feels like it should be a holiday. Are you throwing a yes. draft
1: Yes, like- draft Eve is a thing. I, You know, look, I, I, I don't know how long – I know you've been watching as long as I have. I've been watching the draft since 1993. That was my first draft that I watched. I watch it every year religiously.
0: I, I'm not that guy. I, I, listen, I
1: am that I guy.
0: guy. <laughs> be the draft. I say I got people for that. There is a reason that my role in the student of the game, inaugural 2023, real mock draft, was the green tie in announcing people. I ain't trying to draft people. That's a lot of work.
1: I got, I got to give Dalton credit uh, for the the I'm walking, well, walking to the podium thing. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. When I saw it, I cracked up. I was, and I was looking. At us, ha, ha, ha. And it, it worked out perfectly. It was great. It no, was definitely listen. great.
0: Dalton Zinklenberg <laughs> from from the uh, the scouting depot definitely did big work. Um, and then, if you want to see the the full video, of that you'll go to the Scouting Depot YouTube channel, or if you want to check out the playlist for each individual reel in the real mock draft, head over to the huddle up podcast. They have a playlist playlist for it right there, but enough about me uh pimping all that out. Darrell, tell the people you can be found.
1: Look, you can find me uh, on multiple platforms, but on Instagram and on uh Twitter, you can find me at dlo D L O underscore legacy, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Darrell on senior. Uh, I was about to say.com. Darrell Owens senior, uh, LinkedIn Darrell Owens. Uh, and then of course you can find the legacy maker sports network on, uh, on six media platforms, TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you know, you can just look up legacy maker sports. You should be able to find us from there. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, just check us out. Our website is www.legacymakersports.com. And we try to bring a lot of good content and just try to have fun. Um, just try to have a lot of fun. Um, just bringing you sports, you know, just bringing you the sports news and talking sports and having a good time.
0: An honor, joy, and privilege. And Hey, when it comes to checking out what Darrell Owens is doing, don't keep that on the D low because you want to hear it loud and clear.
1: My man at work.
0: I don't know what it is about the dad jokes. They flow better with you, my guy. What can I say? Um, it's that energy, of course.
1: Uh, you know, I got three kids. So it's, it didn't make sense.
0: <laughs> like this one. Okay.
1: They call me corny, too. So, like, you know, if I'm corny, I can, the dad jokes work perfectly.
0: Mm, sounds like you should be ranked higher than a colonel when it comes to being corny. Anyways. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone is missing. Let's end their pain. Of course, I am Kyle Nash, the student of the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG, uh, as and on Instagram as the same the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the student of the game. Check out my writings with the three-point conversion where I cover the XFL in general and more specifically the Orlando Guardians, you know, when they're actually... <clears throat> playing and then uh check out my work with the black and gold banner covering ucf football and basketball the uh upcoming podcast we deal with the transfers a new acquisition ryan davis at the linebacker sport uh, a spot rather and then of course my heart being completely ripped out by destiny thomas transferring i wish her well i just missed the fact that i will not get to see her playing quality basketball at addition financial arena of course i wish her the best but check out that pod. The night shift podcast on the blackandgoldbanneret.com. So that should be fun for all involved. And hey, when the Jaguars are in season, I'll do that work with a three-point conversion as well as A7BN Sports. And Durrell, speaking of A7BN sports, our guy Dalton Tinklenberg will be representing at the NFL Draft. Hey, so congratulations, uh, all Dalton. The way around. Yeah, no, he's he's stoked about it. Um, this will be his first time uh, attending it. And, and listen, I sent a draft guy there because I have no business going to the draft as, as a reporter at this time. I'll leave it at that. Um, then, of course, check out my work here. If, if you're hearing this before draft night, I will be hosting first night festivities for Team NBS in their draft show. Hey. I will be hosting Professor Bill Camber- Carroll and Sensei Jeff Barnes. Got a spe- very special face coming in covering the backers packers rather intimately familiar with this guy Darrell owens oh that's right <laughs> that guy, making more legacies and hey listen when we're talking about the packers pick that night with you that might be another legacy soon to be made there for your team in green bay my man yes, so it's an honor joy and privilege thank you all for coming in and uh listen if you're here you probably like to talk sport we're glad you're doing it with us on this occasion and uh thanks to Darrell owens man another fun time.
1: Yes, yes, yes. A great time. Thank you for having me on, Kyle. I appreciate it, brother.
0: Hey, like I said, an honor, joy, and privilege. But until next time, everyone, class, dismiss.